Welcome everybody. Welcome. We're back. It's we are. late. It's late, but we're back. We are back um, as well. So, um, Jack's back from Mexico. Ja 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 ja. There, you were there for the earthquake. Ja 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 ja. Yeah, I was. That wasn't actually. Ay ay ay. Ja 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 ja. Dude, no. Fifteen minutes That's after we got there. That's how they measure earthquakes over there. With laughs. With the ja ja ja. It was not a ja 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 situation. This, with the with this was a seven point five ja ja ja. It was it was weird. It was 15 minutes after we got there. I the room started spinning. And I thought there was something wrong with me, you know, because I was like really mm-hmm. off kilter, and um, I was like literally washing my hands, and I thought I was like, oh, dude, my brain just like shut down or something. I thought I was about to pass out, uh-huh. and I realized everybody was feeling it because the room was actually like shaking, and then it was like a full Damn. earthquake. Well, apparently, there was in Spanish like telling us to evacuate aggressively, mm-hmm. but we just like were not picking up on that. Nor could that we speak in, the language. What is it? That Ev- everybody is outside there we, was like a, an alert that yeah went off. like a large adios mio yeah ja 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 no there was a full alert going on we we're absolutely supposed to evacuate like an I mean, hour later we went the way, outside. what i wanted i was being cavalier but there weren't did people die i don't think so nobody died so i can i can say ja 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 <laughs> i wanted to make sure we could confirm that's actually I a very fair point ja, 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 i wanted to make sure nobody died I don't, I'm pretty sure they didn't. I did not get a chance to check. That yeah. being, I was being. You didn't die. No, I was ja ja jawing at the time, honestly. Um, it was weird, but then we just kind of like were inside goofing around and started drinking, like doing some like tequila shooters. And um, mm-hmm. like an hour later, we mosey on out and everybody's outside still, like every single person in the neighborhood. So we we're just like fully, and there was some power down, there's powder, power outages. But um, we were like, oh, damn, we were definitely not supposed to be inside. We're the only people left. Yeah. And, were you um, in, like, a basement? No, we were in, like, a three-story, like, loft situation. It was sw- it was a good good structure, dude. It, like, definitely, it wasn't vibrating. It was just, like, fully up. moving. Fully moving. That was a strong boy, Wait, though. It was fully, the loft was fully moving? Yeah, the building. Like, it was, like, like a cartoon? It was, like, swaying. Like, it was a... And nobody died? We should check. I hope not. For the sake I want to make jealous. sure nobody died for you know the purpose of this podcast. Don't pause. I'm checking right now. Um, I mean, dude, there was a few. By the way, um, a few deaths. I don't think like deaths. Just shake city earthquake. You know, if there was if there was deaths, I'm sure they're incidental. Like there's, I don't think there's serious damage. So like somebody happened to die of natural causes. There might have been some hospital related stuff, you know, if anything. But I'm I'm not seeing yeah. any death, so I think you're you're safe. Uh it was weird as a welcome a welcome to Mexico situation, I'll say that for sure. Yeah. Um and their alert system did not work on us. Was Me this and, your first earthquake? Yeah, I mean I've had them here, but it wasn't like that. Magnitude. I remember my I remember my first earthquake. <laughs> yeah, actually? The, no, actually. That wasn't just like <laughs> I wasn't yeah, just I was saying like, that. <laughs> I remember where, my first. <laughs> where, were you, where were you? Uh, the I was in the uh, parking lot of Northern Virginia Community College. Um, do you have earthquakes out there? It, is that just like a mine? Very exploding? rarely, very rarely do they have earthquakes. Really? But I was uh, I was eating lunch. <laughs> You're like, Ooh. Was, well, I was eating lunch in my car. I was eating firehouse subs. Oh wow! I was eating a firehouse sub sandwich. In my car at community college, and then there was an earthquake. That would have been, been a, a real bad, a bad death. way to go out. Real bad. Way well, <laughs> way I was to already, yeah, I was already thinking about 
how we would have gone out because the alerts didn't work. They just had like a wi- like a really sounded like a festive whistle, and then uh-huh. there was like some alarms. It just sounded like a dis- distant police officer. And I was just talking to right. my friend Pat, and I was like, "Dude, what are those whistles?" And he's like, "I don't know, but I'm I'm loving the vibe they're setting." And we were just like kind of going. Oh, we're I'm like, loving oh, very, the vibe. Very that festive. Setting. We're like very festive. I don't know who's blowing that, but <laughs> an earthquake. We thought it was a guy that off. was like ready to party. And you're like, wow, the party alarm is here. Yeah, we, we, time to party. That's what I thought it was. And then put on your party hats. The party alarm is on. <laughs> That's what you said. That could have been. You said my, that, right? Yeah, I basically said the that. The alarm went off, and you said, "We, <laughs> uh oh, the party alarm is here. Uh oh." <laughs> You put on you put on a little hat. You said time to make a cake. (laughs) Time to make a cake. The party alarm is here. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to be back, folks. It's good to be back. It's good to it's good to have you back. Yeah, it's good to have you back in Mexico, Um, in in California. It's good to have you back home, back. You were you're refreshed. I'm you yeah. grew from the earthquake. I'm three inches taller. Um, oh, you, you a, grew a lot. D- you're a big boy. Yeah, I measured you. I measured you. <laughs> you left on the on your wall. I have we have a uh, we have a little pencil. Yeah, a little chart. I, right. I uh, mark it next to your head, and then and you grew three inches. I know it stretched me out. Um, so yeah, sorry for the delay. We're gonna bring some extra heat today. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the podcast. We'll be we'll be back. I'm drinking beer. Yeah, why, dude? <laughs> I went roommate, to the bathroom. This is the thing. Look, this is yeah, the thing. Brandon's drinking a Modelo 24 ounce can yeah, right I now. Yeah, I didn't. It's I wasn't planning on this. 1:14 p.m. I it's 1:14 p.m. I wasn't planning on this. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I kind of like last week. I don't know. I I I'm not an alcoholic. Okay? Well, my roommate gave it to you. My, yeah. I have a roommate that kind of like. <laughs> Sometimes it's unclear if he's being serious or doing a bit that only he understands. But I was I was going to the bathroom. I could hear him say, "Hey, hey, Brandon, would you like a beer?" And I was hoping you wouldn't accept it. But then I it ha- it happens on Marin's podcast all the time. His roommate comes in and he's like, uh, "Hey, President Barack Obama, do you, want, do you want a beer?" And Barack Obama's like, "Um, let me be clear." Uh, I want to get fucking shit face. I think it's good for two guys I, uh, to get sit down and have a I beer to and sort things out. <laughs> I love to slam a tall boy and podcast. Um, yeah, no, your roommate was about to go to the park and drink a beer. <laughs> your roommate was about to uh, take a bike ride. And He's enjoying take a his roadie, day off. Take a roadie beer. So he bought one. Bought and them. so yeah, he was like, "Do you want a beer?" I wasn't sure if he was for real. And he was like, I'll have one if you have one. I was like, let's go. It's a casual beer. 
Yeah. Me I the other day. Oh, have you ever been to Nespresso? Nespresso? Yeah. It's like, like the brand, like the like big... the brand of yeah. So like the brand of coffee. Yeah. Maker Nestle like owns the it. Nestle yeah, sure. the Nestle brand coffee maker. They have a physical Nespresso like cafe in Where? Beverly Hills. Really? No, this is like classic Beverly Hills shit. And I was meeting with my managers in Beverly Hills, right? <laughs> they took you to like the K Cup restaurant. Yeah, I like I like uh that's how that's how every great story <laughs> starts is I was with my managers in Beverly Hills. Uh, literally the, the lowest brow possible. Take a gun and shoot me. Shoot me in the fucking face. Shoot me in the face, Jack. Um I was in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I uh I did five lines of cocaine right before this. Um Yeah, wow. I yeah, no, I was at Nespresso and they have like a physical like like they have like fancy chairs and seats. And oh like yeah. A waiter comes by and he's like, "Oh, do you want espresso?" Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> they have champagne on the menu. No and way. So I was like, "All right, let's go. <laughs> let's let's fucking drink champagne at 1 p.m." Um. So I did that because it was like, if I'm in a position where other people are paying for shit, I'm like, "All right, I'm taking full advantage of this." Yeah. I'm gonna d- drink uh champagne. That's hilarious. Um. I mean, it's not that. Hol- it's like it's mildly funny. I mean, it's 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 I'm you know, just it's, like I'm it's more thinking of these managers like <laughs> like looking at you taking advantage of this card. Yeah, and th- them probably I'm a th- new probably was their personal card. I'm a new client, and so and you're I'm ordering laying, champagne. I'm laying down the I'm laying down the law. I'm like, listen, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink five <laughs> glasses listen, of champagne. I'm gonna and <laughs> fucking drive my car into your office. Yeah. I'm gonna slam. I'm gonna get fucking wasted right now, and then I'm gonna get in my Jetta that I'm borrowing from my friend, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna drive it into your office, and then you're and you're gonna get me a job, okay? That's what I said. Um, look, yeah, I'm drinking a beer, and that's fine. I I took like a couple sips. I'll space it out this is the i'm only gonna drink one beer over the span of this podcast nothing wrong with a single beer i'm gonna drink a single i'm gonna drink a single beer at 1 p.m and that's fine i mean it's it's a single beer over the span of 1 p.m to 2 p.m i'm gonna keep working my friend jeff used to like drink beers he would like drink a beer and then go like work out they were just like not good just like drinking it was non-celebratory or like that's how it was beyond casual just like yeah you know Enjoy sounds, a beer. Yeah, that sounds very non. Enjoy a beer. Hit the gym. Like <laughs> totally. That's no. It's like not just. What you gotta like If do, I drink a beer, it'll change my day. This is no. This is what what you gotta do is you gotta you gotta slam down a a six pack of uh of just fucking what's the what's that one beer that they uh, just any sort of just slam down a six pack of any the most water like beer, Keystones. Yeah, Kirkland signature beer, beer <laughs> light. Slam down a six pack of Kirkland signature beer, and then put on your your boot fit Kirkland denim, mm-hmm. and then you go to the gym, and you just <laughs> in your denim and work and out. You go to you, yeah. You gotta get you gotta drink a bunch of beer and then work out in full denim, and that's it. That's uh, that's how you become Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's the mindset. Yeah. That's who you become, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So we have a lot of pan- former governor of 
California. Speaking of jeans, we do have a special guest coming up. We've got a, we've got a special just guest. Teasing there it is right a now. guest on this jeans. podcast. The no, I wouldn't call it a guest, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll is get that, to that. You're not calling him a guest? What is he? he? Be g- featured? Featured? He's a feature. He's a, He's a guest. Call-in guest, yeah. Guest, any, if you're on the podcast and you're not a host, you're a guest. Yeah. But even we'll if a little surprise Even if up. it's a couple minutes. Do you not want to say who it is? Well, let's bring it. Don't you have some... Didn't you well, want to talk to we, me about some I wanna pant related about stuff? Pants talk, but I feel like we should establish yeah, that... Yeah, it's let's the CEO of Jinko. The CEO of Jinko. RIP. Just calling in. Yeah. Pouring, pouring one out. I'm pouring a beer onto your carpet. <laughs> yeah. I'm pouring beer onto your carpet because RIP Jinko. Um, before my time, honestly, I was never a Jinko guy. Yeah, we could fully dive in. Uh, yeah, but pants talk. Visa V pants talk. I was always a, you know, I've always been a skinny jeans guy. Right? Really? always been not fully skinny i mean i'm getting up right now and this is i you would call these they're these are slim fit they're slim fit these are 514 slim fit fit oh you're levi's jeans all right but i when i first started stand up age 17 washington dc i was wearing fucking tight jeans i was really wearing really not really that tight i wasn't wearing like scene jeans okay i was wearing i was wearing jeans that are not much different from these okay i didn't think that they were that skinny but one of the first times i ever did stand up i go up i have like a decent set it wasn't like i didn't like bomb or anything but I'm, you know i'm wearing the jeans that i normally wear that i'm like yeah these are normal jeans and then the next comic goes up he's this guy jason weems funny guy but it's this like black room right it's like an urban oh it's an urban crowd comedy room right and uh he goes up and he's like damn i could i could see the all the contents of brandon's jeans <laughs> and then everybody starts like dying laughing he's like man that that boy had some fucking <laughs> some fucking skinny jeans and then everybody's going wild the roast, the roast hands yeah, being pointed at you yeah everybody's having a laugh about my fucking jeans I'm I'm 17 years old. I'm I have I've you know I'm where I got tight dreams, uh, tight jeans and big dreams. <laughs> I've got tight jeans and big dreams, and these people they're they're laughing at me and they're they're being like, oh look, it's the it's the skinny jean boy. Ever, let's laugh at the skinny jean boy. <laughs> That's what they said. They I mean, said, the fact that you were 17. Going to perform for a black audience is wild. Like Whoa, I don't know how no, you I did that all the time, dude. What I, content were you throwing I at was, them? I was going like to a, I was going to these DC rooms. I was going to I would go there's there's this place called Bohemian Caverns and they had mm-hmm. an open mic where it was all like it was literally all like poetry or rap. Okay. And then I would go up and like do stand up comedy. Like I would go up and like one of my one of my best jokes at the time was uh oh th- i was at school <laughs> there was somebody spray painted on the side of a building they they spray painted uh no gay zone right, which uh, was really w- w- was really weird for my friend eddie gay zone <laughs> <laughs> which is honestly still a great joke i could bring that back i could bring that joke back huge <laughs> huge joke <laughs> huge Huge joke. Eddie Gay Zone was like a staple. That was that was a staple of my act. People loved that bit, and they they should. 
and but yeah that was a i was most i would mostly tell like one-liners i had no life experience Mm -hmm. and one time i was like at this at bohemian caverns like i had to go up after like some poet i performed and then like surprisingly like somehow like killed i think like off of the the novelty probably helped yeah and then uh some dude just walked up to me and gave me forty dollars. Wow, which was you just got tipped. Very nice, yeah. Which he just like gave it. He just gave me forty dollars. Was like keep it up. And that was kind of that was actually I think the first time I ever received money for doing stand up. That's tight. Was this guy? Which I don't think that counts as a paid gig, but kind of. I wonder if it's he's more out there. Than, like that guy paid me more than I got for my actual first paid gig which was at a place called Icons in Fairfax, Virginia, where I like hosted. I hosted a show at some sports bar. They gave you like 20 bucks? Yeah, where I got That's 20 wild. bucks for that. I mean, I, I would rather get paid for the... some shooters or beers, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was pretty wild. That, but I've also I had also like bombed there. And I also didn't have like I I think I told you that one of like my first ever stand-up jokes was about looking like Tegan and Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very, in the grand scheme of the world, pretty niche joke. Mm-hmm. Pretty niche joke to throw out. And I was was seventeen, had a limited amount of material, so I remember one time like doing that joke there, which does not. That's you're just speaking. You're just saying gibberish. Yeah. You're like you go like. It was one of the dumbest things I had ever done. Just bu- absolute a, crickets. As a teen, is yeah, going to a going to a black open mic and, and being like, I look like the indie pop duo T and Sarah. <laughs> like that's fucking. You're just speaking gibberish. Yeah, I yeah, but uh, the the pants thing was like a little traumatic. Yeah. I was like, I had to reevaluate. I mean, you stuck with the pants. My pants. But I, the, the, the weird thing about like skinny jeans jokes is like, what's the, I mean, I get, there's one, there's levels of skinny jean, right? But I've always been a slim fit guy. I've always been yeah, a 5'14", 29 by 30, sl- slim fit Levi's guy. By the way, if anybody wants to, <laughs> bring me a gift to a show i think this will work if anybody wants to bring me a gift to a show bring me 29 thir- 29 by 30 levi's 514 slim fit you really just ask i ask want these you people to buy i want you, you to bring me denim to my show this is this has worked before this is something that has worked before i have because People will always bring comics weed. You know, they'll bring comics weed or whatever. And yeah, but that's like one something time, they already have. No, they don't have a pair of five fourteen. Let me. Yes, but I could always use more denim. I could always use more denim. What were you gonna oh, say when you were talking over me? Go. Was that this show when you were, when I was talking over mm-hmm. you? When I was talking over you, uh, you know that I'm on my, I'm on a <laughs> jeans kick. Yeah, go. I'm riding this fucking jeans wave. But no, I was at uh. A couple of years ago, 2016, did a Brandon Wardell and Friends show at Nerd Melt. And I, the day before, was like, hey, guys, like, if you come to a show of mine, don't bring, don't bring weed. Bring me Mario Badesco facial spray, rose water facial spray. Wow. And then the next day, somebody did that. 
So they had somebody, to go just like buy this. Yeah, somebody just came with like. And you're okay doing this? Yeah, people have brought like. I got a. I remember uh, one time opening for for Bo at Largo. Somebody brought um, brought like a Kanye vinyl. Somebody just gave me a Kanye vinyl. People will just give you come bearing gifts. Interesting. They'll come. They'll come. Pay I'm not sure re- if I would do that. They'll come pay their respects, you know, bring bring uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh yeah. for baby Jesus. When I'm on that stage, I'm baby Jesus. And this is, I'm like, hey, bitch, we're in church, and I'm God. <laughs> when I get on stage, I'm like, this is, this is church, and I'm your God now. And every joke is a prayer to myself. That's what I say. Back, back to the matters at hand, okay? This is a, a segment... I like to call pants talk. Yeah, there's a pants pant- talk. Do it, beep, 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 pants talk. Brandon gets one Modelo it's in his pants system. Talk. This is what happens. Pants talk. Today we're talking about pants. That's our segment. That's the segment on our show, Pants Talk. Should we do the theme song again? No. Do the pants talk. Today in the news, uh, more okay, more pants talk. Jinko, uh, J N C O Jinko has un- unfortunately gone bankrupt. I w- I wouldn't say they've gone bankrupt. I don't think that's what happened at Is all. Is that not what happened? It, they're shutting down. They're shutting down. Um, I heard the news laws in Mexico. Many people know. Oh, I was once man. sponsored. By Jinko for skateboarding, you had to deal with Jinko closing. Yeah, well, of course, you know everybody sent me the link. I was very aware. Um, I have a long, rich history with this brand. You know, I used to uh, be a Jinko partner. I was sponsored skateboarder for Jinko. Was this before you knew me? This was before I knew you. I do know the. I know the story though. Yeah, I saw you tell it at the Jerry Maguire video store. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what version of it I really did. You, you had too. like a PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot there was like a factor of that. There was like a weird little thing I did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so look, like we're going to call the CEO of Jinko to find out the real scoop of what went down. Um, Perhaps yeah, our I biggest like, yeah, get like, yet. We could do it. We'll do it soon. But yeah, so we'll, we'll probably start with that. And then I could go into like my, my, my history with, with this brand. Yeah. Um, but it's sad, you know, big, big jeans. I will say this. This is the sec. like, I, I'm pretty sure that they revived it. Like, like this man we're going to call, he mm-hmm. already revived dead Jinko once. Like Jinko died in Jinko around died. 2000. He brought it back. And he brought it back. What year? And now, now it's dying again. I think they recently brought it back like a few years ago. It was a few years ago. And then they got you on the phone. Well, you that's got, a different story. You got them on the phone. Yeah, we can. That's a different story. Right. But we're going to we'll call talk this about guy that right after now. We, we call we're gonna him. call the CEO. Um, and yeah, we'll just find we'll, out some find out some raw info. But from the man himself. You know, I, I, I did promise some people on my Instagram story that I was going to reach out. We're, so now we're going to reach out. We're going to call Shecky Jinko. Yeah, his real name is Joseph, I believe, of Jinko Jeans. And um, Joseph and Co. Yes. <laughs> um, we're gonna call him right now. Stand by. 
All right, we're live. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's Jack. Hey, Jack. Good, good. How are you? I'm good. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. No problem. Um, so I heard the news this week, and um, of course, we're both very sad. Me and my other host, Brandon, over Hi, here. I'm Brandon. Um, hey, Brandon. First off, how long have you been um, in charge of Jinko? Also, it's very devastating for us here, as you can imagine. We were we received a license, if I'm not mistaken, in 2014. Okay, so you guys have were licensing the brand. Yes, yes, and we built all social media and the website and uh, revived it. Jinko did disappear for a while, and you guys fully brought it back. Right, right, and and the intention was to continue for for a longer run, but. Some legal issues that I, I can't really go in here right now. Then we have to do what we have to do. That's very sad. Was this was this uh, sudden for you? Yes, because we put all the energy and effort and everything to really run with it for a, for a much longer time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And make all that investment. So somebody currently owns the Jinko license still. He owns the trademark. Owns the trademark. Is it? Is there a chance they're going to try to bring it back themselves again? Uh, possibly, possibly, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I really can't talk on his behalf. Dang. I don't know how and when, or you know, I really don't know. Well, that's really terrible news, um, man. Well, it's it's unfortunate. You guys built an empire. You raised it back from the dead. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, yeah little was, little Uzi Vert was wearing your uh, pants, right, on the red carpet. Were those Jinkos? I'm not sure if that was actual Jinkos. Oh, were those but the not Jinkos? For sure, is, is happening. But for everybody, sure everybody thought they were Jinkos, so they were basically Jinkos, right? I mean, true true <laughs> Jinko experts knew those weren't Jinkos, but <laughs> you know, if you get a bunch right. of red string on your wall, like yeah. yeah. Um. So what what happens to the rest of the jeans? So. Right now we're in a rush to sell off all the inventory we currently have. Big sales. Right now we're doing promotion buy two get one free, and uh, people are reacting very positively to it. Uh, I think soon we'll be halfway through the inventory within a few days. So there, there's certainly you know people don't know when they'll get it again, and I can't blame them. Yeah, absolutely. Big jeans. Um. Well, I'll, Should, uh, we'll give a shout out on the podcast too. Of yes. two buy two Jenkos get one free. Jinko Jeans, jinkojeans.com. Jinkojeans.com. Well, um, thank you so much for everything you've done, bringing the brand back to life. It was um, a beautiful time for many for many of us. Thanks, guys. We, we totally appreciate it. It was a fun run. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for talking. No worries. Bye. All right. That was the, that was the CEO of Jinko. Absolutely. He was the CEO? Was the CEO he, of Jinko. Is he the actual, that was the CEO of Jinko? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask him if uh, if he would consider uh, bringing Jared Fogle back. <laughs> if he would consider Dude, bringing Jared Fogle back. I'm glad back, you didn't. He was so he's, heartbroken. He's promoing big jeans, but I didn't want to, I feel like now's not the time. No, absolutely. Now it's actually sounds really to, shitty what happened to them. Yeah, now's not the time to talk about that stuff. Yeah. I don't want to. I I don't. I don't want to disrupt his. You know. I I, I don't want to cause him pain. Yeah. I only want. I only want to promo the rest of the inventory at 
jinkojeans.com. Yeah. This That's is not a I, plug. This is just passion, right? Though this is like we're yeah, not this being. Is, this is not a paid. Bump. Well, I'm not. Be, yeah, obviously. I mean, I technically I'm not sponsored by Jinko anymore. There, I was once. You were once. Yeah, a long time ago. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah, I could tell my Jinko story. Um, that was before your time. Yes. Um. All right. So yeah, basically with Jinko, and you know, some people might know about this or not, but I was at one point a, a Jinko jeans sponsored skateboarder um and it it spiraled out of control pretty quickly um ending with this very aggressive video i put out is my pro skate video for jenko jeans is really can people find this video yeah it's on my instagram somewhere and it's probably googleable like versace tamagotchi like jenko it was very aggressive slipknot was the theme song Mm -hmm. like i mean dude i the the real story of this is um I, w- I wanted to do this thing. Like I had a whole thing in my head that I realized just one day that if, if somebody sponsors you to do a sport in any way, if they like pay you money or something, you're just a you're pro. You could say you're pro. That's just kind of how athletic works. Really? You, you know, if somebody's paying you to do it, you're, you're professional. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, I'll, I just need to get some brand to sponsor me to do anything really and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily i don't even need to be good at it i could just be going around telling people that i'm that i'm a pro um as long as i'm sponsored you know can you skate i i mean i skated in like middle school but i'm <laughs> absolutely not now uh-huh. like i could probably land a kickflip maybe you know mm-hmm. a, a pop shove it at best right but by no means am i a skateboarder but yeah i mean so i originally wanted to do it with heelys like i thought before i want to do it with soaps shoes Right. But it's a defunct company. That would be like the ideal to be like a pro soaper. Um, and uh, then the next best thing was Heelys because they made these like they made Heelys for a while with grind plates on them. Yeah. So I wanted to get sponsored by Heelys and then put out like the sickest like video of me like grinding places. And I actually hit them up and was like talking to them. They're so down for a minute mm-hmm. with this plan. Uh, like a Heelys collab? Just like to be sponsored by Heelys and just yeah. be shredding. Um, right. And then like then they're about to send me my gear and they're like, all right, which ones do you want? Like, we'll send you blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, where are the, gr- the ones with the grind plates? And they're like, yeah. Oh, we discontinued those. And I'm like, can, can you send me those? Is there a way to get those? And they're like, wait, wait, back up. And they're like, you want to do grinding in your videos? I'm like, absolutely. And something about that, they just completely like, we're like, we're sorry. They like cut ties a hundred percent. Wait, Healy? Healy's with the grind. Like there must've been like- some like Healy's, Grinding. Like you're not allowed to grind on Helios. Yeah, there must have no, been some no, stuff no. that went down. <laughs> so that just You've like said too much. Yeah, so that just like completely died. Mm-hmm. Um, and that idea died because I had this whole like narrative in my head of like you know spiraling out of control as a pro as after it goes to my head. Yeah, and um, and then I somehow acquired like this Jinko polo shirt. It's like a very standard polo shirt. It's just like Jinko made it. They went uh-huh. through a phase where they were making normie clothes. And so I, I like my friend took her a picture of me like wearing it in a professional setting. And I like had posted it and tagged Jinko, I think. And they like commented on my picture and I like commented back, blah, blah. blah and then they like messaged me and they, they asked about like sponsorship. Like they're clearly an- asking like if I would do like promoted posts for them or something. Right. But I just dove like right in and was like, you know, I told them like, yo, I want to be a official you to sponsor me Jinko for- influencer. I told them, no, I told them I wanted them to sponsor me for skateboarding and they kind of right. like, and I told them I had like this scheme and they were basically down. They were just basically down. And I went and met with them. It was a whole, like I, 
yeah it was a whole thing it was fun i went mm -hmm. there i think they're generally confused the entire time um because yeah. i went in and i like did like a whole contract signing photo at the jinko headquarters uh -huh. and like they have like a, a girl that was doing their social media and she i think she like definitely thought it was funny but was also just thought i was really weird and like right. wasn't quite sure what your motivations were what i was doing the entire time and like there was a lot of i mean where was your heart at the time yeah i mean i just you know i was i was playing a character you know <laughs> what was the the of a skateboarder yeah, I mean, did you? I don't, you weren't like yeah, so you didn't really follow it. Did I was you? there. No, I kept up. I'm asking these questions as the oh, I'm an marining. avatar. Are you marrying the influence for the listener for right the influencer. now? I'm an avatar for the influencer for the listener. Sorry, yeah. I keep saying influencer because we were talking about it. Brand influencers, whatever. I, I right now I'm playing the role of the listener. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm. I've I know this story. Yeah. But I'm being the host and you're the guest even okay, though you're yeah, yeah, you're a, you're a co-host. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Right now I'm here to service you. Got it. So what was your and question? I'm not I'm not interrupting your story. I'm here to service you. I'm asking the lead-in questions. I'm like, "Hey, so I heard you were doing this." Yeah. Tell your, you know. What was the question though? I'll I will answer it. I don't know what the question yeah. was. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. Also, yeah, we got an email from a a pod listener just like ripping our pod. Do you want to read this? No, don't be self conscious. Fuck them. Yeah, it's okay. Just reply. Shut up, bitch. I will. I will. But it is like, do I need to give more context to the story? No. Well, I, now we're doing a thing where I'm not completing the story, so it's another. No, just tell another. the yeah, tell the story. This they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear. I'll this. cry about it after. <laughs> I'd probably cut this stuff out. Anyway, um, don't cut it out. Yeah. So yeah, if you did, do you have no idea what I'm talking about? Basically, I just like became just announced overnight that I became a pro skateboarder for Jinko, and like my attitude just completely changed online. For anybody that's watching this, I became like, a massive douchebag basically, <laughs> and was like. I mean, it was basically a few weeks of like, you know, the the first reactions and I was anticipating these were people were like, do you even skate? Like, I've never seen you skateboard. Right. And um, like, I've never seen any evidence of skating. And I was just like, for a few weeks, I was just ev every person that criticized me. I was like, uh, why don't you just like, shut the fuck up, dude? I'm pro. Like, I don't know what you would mm -hmm. even need to question. But it's, like, not, that, it's not that out of the question that you're a pro skater. Like, it's. People were rightly skeptical. I would believe it. I went if and, I didn't know you. Yeah, so I was just living the lifestyle for a long time of just and reaping the benefits of being a pro and like kind of dropping it in all the time about like my my life and like how far I've come. And um, meanwhile, never putting out the video, the the skate video. I promised. You never put it out. Oh, I finally did. But there was a lot of like back and forth with jinko the video had no tricks in it was the <laughs> issue you know the video uh -huh. the video had no tricks and there's a lot of arguing um between, you between and me and jinko and the fans of i mean really what i was pushing at the time was that skating really isn't about tricks anymore it's about style and vibes so i, I was that's beyond it i was trying to push skating to a new a new era that people didn't understand and like so what if there were no tricks in my video. It's right. like I had the attitude. You're postmodern. You're post tricks. Yeah, it, it's a post trick era. So, and you know, 
my so I finally did release the video and yeah there weren't tricks in it but there was a lot of other cool shit and um your po- this is a post 9/11 world it's a post tricks world post tricks yeah and I it did get in it got on Thrasher my escape video <laughs> yeah so I'm how did it, it got in the the magazine no they have like uh it got on their website and their Instagram oh huge I think it got on their website but yeah, yeah. dude my skate vid got posted on the Thrasher. I've been in Thrasher yeah, as a you're skateboarder. A, you're a skater. I'm a, I am a skater. I'm a pro skater. You're a pro skater. Am I still pro if I'm not sponsored? Well, if Jinko's dead, you're dead. Whoa, I never really thought yeah, about it that if way. If Jinko dies, you die. You're dead, bitch. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. You're fucking dead. I mean, I'm not dead. I'm just not pro. I'm off the beer right now. I drank a... This is 24... I didn't realize this is twenty four ounces. Yeah, you of drank beer. two beers. That's two beers. I basically drank. You're basically I, drunk. I'm drunk. I drank two beers, and now I'm I'm blacked out. You're zooted. I'm I'm fucking. I I'm zooted, right now. Is that some slang? <laughs> oh, the email was like, uh, uh, yeah, we made the mistake. We took a quick break and then read the the podcast email. It's what's the podcast email again? If it's people yeah, want still pod at gmail dot com. If you want to contact us, email yeah, but still pod at gmail dot com. This guy, he just had a list of like, please stop talking over each other. Please stop using slang. Please stop. What's his email address? No, it's like no. A what's his email address? I'm gonna give his his email address out. Um, what is it? No, I'm not give. Obviously not. I want to give out this guy's email address so people can uh give give him. It was their fa- two like cents. it was like fairly fair critiques, and then fair. it was like a little. He was yeah. Don't critique me. If you're gonna send an email, don't critique me. Just uh. Just be like, oh, you're a nice boy. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to email the pod, all you could do is compliment Brandon. Yeah. You can't, nothing's wrong with Brandon, so you can't say anything bad about him. No, that's fucking whack as shit. I don't want to read it. That's not, don't give this guy any credit. We got an email that was like very, no, like this guy shouldn't be listening to the podcast. What did we, the email did we was like, that? please don't use slang. <laughs> please don't use slang. And don't talk over each other. And it's like, no, you're yeah, shut up, bitch. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not perfect potters, by no means. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. We're new. We're young it's bloods not, no, in this game, dude. We've I'm been a, doing it long enough. And if you don't like it, just don't listen to it. I don't care. No, I want if no. If, shut if, up, bitch. If they don't like it, they have to still listen to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's uh, yeah. I agree. But any okay. So back to the jinko. Yeah, I mean, I was going to give more context for the audience, but th- this happened on my Instagram account, which is at Versace underscore Tamagotchi. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it yeah, was a, yeah. it was a phase. It was a weird thing that like you had to. I've done that a lot where I've, you've had to been watching at the time. You know, you could probably go and find that video, but it was a whole saga. And they're they're like semi in on it, but I I don't think they fully understood like what I was trying to do really. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they thought it was funny. They're at least amused by it. Right. And it, my interactions with the brand were hilarious. I mean, like going in there to get the pants, like just this warehouse of Jinko, and they have like racks <laughs> you were, of you've like been inside. Oh, I've been to the headquarters, dude. Yeah, but you know, I it was very hard you've to seen tell how the sausages. They're very made. yeah, they're very business like. So it was very hard, you know. Well, it's a business. It is a business. I mean, so they're 
Jinko is owned by some company that also does several other brands, including Craftsman. Like, if you've ever been to like Sears or something, like, not the tools, but, like, Craftsman makes, like, Carhartt-style work clothes. Uh-huh. You'll see it. I think they sell it, like, Sears and stuff. It's kind of like, you yeah. know, a version of the Carhartt, and like, a version of Dickies, but it's like Craftsman. I Sears for the portraits. They make, yeah, so the, in the Jinko factory is also... I get my headshots. Oh, you get your headshots at Sears. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in that... Um, in the factory, like several other brands that are just completely unrelated and then just huge, huge Jinko gear. But I got the sense like everybody that worked there was like very, like absolutely not what you expect to be working for Jinko. Right. Very like clothing industry. You know, I think they mostly do production and it was a very weird being there, you know, yeah. especially given the circumstances. Like I'm, I'm your new pro skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't have one before. They actually, I found out they did. I th- so I was just thinking like, hey, sponsor me as a skateboarder. But then they like revealed to me later. They're like, oh, we do have a, a skate team. And it's like these three kids, really. You know, they yeah. were probably like 17, 18. You were like, and then I realized it after I'm like, oh, damn, like I'm definitely just like, I wonder if these kids are seeing me and there's like this guy's a piece of shit that can't even skate. Like oh, they're you're like, talking e- to other skaters. Yeah, I've never talked to them, but they do have a they did have a real skate team. That I was unaware of. They had only them. three. I mean, well, but are they're dead now? They had Th- to. Kill they're them. not dead. They just no, lost they, their sponsor. No, Jinko is dead, so they had to shoot those kids. <laughs> God. Jinko died, so they were like, "You have to die too now." <laughs> and then they shot those three kids. Mm. Sorry, I. <laughs> yeah. rough topic yeah i i forgot yeah you did that twice so far <laughs> i forgot what do you mean i forgot you had another shooting joke earlier in the where show. Er, right off top i think it's unrelated it's these are uh, the these jokes are unrelated to yeah. any uh bad real stuff it's okay i could i could i could trim this you don't need to i don't um, want you to but yeah jinko i mean it, from the sounds of it it sounds like they their license ended you know because right. they license the brand. So it could come back. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I don't know. It's a sad Who's, time. Though. How would it? Oh, because it's died before. Yeah, it came. It died once already right. and then got resurrected. Yeah, Jinko is a lot like uh, Jesus Christ or Messiah. Yeah, Jinko means Jesus in... They're in the... A different language. Jinko... Uh, they're just in a they're in a cave. Yeah, Jinko is a- been ancient a, Aztec. They've been in a cave before and then resurrected. With huge and now they're getting on. back in the back in the cave. Yeah. Um What else happened this week, Brandon? Well, I was gone. What did I miss? Um nothing really, dude. I was you didn't miss anything. Really? You didn't miss anything in LA. Mexico was sick. Um I mentioned on, on my Twitter account that Hollister is a fully thriving brand there, which... Oh, yeah. I decided last week that wearing Hollister is punk. I mean, dude, everybody's rocking it down there. Yeah. Um, just like really crisp Hollister t-shirts with like the little bird. And I've been told that it's all like reproductions, like just like bootlegs too. Uh-huh. Somebody, one of my Twitter followers also told me that it's uh, there's a nickname called Cholister. Like, cause old cholos wear them oh, or Cholester, wow. Cholester. I thought it was great. Like great old, slang. Like old cholos wear Hollister. Yeah, apparently. 
Somebody replied to me saying that. Um, so Hollister, big thing I noticed down in Mexico. Other thing, just some music out here. Like that's why I'm pro amnesties. Cause yeah, like Hollister. So I much. was like shopping in a couple stores, and I heard. I swear I heard. Uh, Boom 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 by the Vanga Boys like twice down mm-hmm. there, just blasting in like a store that I was shopping Wait, at. What's, like the, a clothing store. what's boom, the boom 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 boom? I want you in my room. Spend the night. Is, that's not even the most popular that's Vanga Boys. A, that's their song. second hit. Yeah. What's the first one? We like to party. We yeah. Like, that's the only like, one. I don't know any. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, Jack. I don't know any other Vanga Boys songs. Why? I only know the. I know that one. I don't know other Vanga Boys. I mean, songs. that's only off their first album. But we could get deeper into the their discography. How many Vanga Boys songs do you know? I mean, just everything you know from from, from their first demos <laughs> just, into uh, everything into their later everything solo projects they've ever put out. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm I'm fucking off this beer. Yeah. If you have a drink, would you please put it in the air? <laughs> That party last night was awfully crazy. I wish we taped it. That's how I'm feeling right now off this beer. <laughs> I'm fucking day drunk on a Tuesday like a bitch. Was that I Love College you were just singing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, are you actually vibing off the beer? I'm vibing off the beer in a way that I did not expect. Um, All I had before this was a banana, two Pop-Tarts, and a kale salad. Wow. Have you been to Mexico, espresso, Brandon? So now I'm... I ha- I've never been to Mexico. Oh. I've, been, I've, uh, I've only left the country to perform stand-up comedy in Canada. Wow, dude, you got to go to Mexico. It. I know. Mex- Mexico City's great. It's um, a weird thing happening this year where it's like a very trendy place to go, mm-hmm. and I I noticed the influx because I've been seeing so many people like, oh, we're going to Mexico City, we're going to Mexico City, just like right. on the timeline. But when I got down there, it was super real. Cause I'd been there like I went there four years ago or something, and it was just like standard, standard issue, cool, yeah. like it's a cool place. But now it's become like I'd say like very hip. Like the neighborhood I was in was just straight up like more Silver Lake, Brooklyn than Silver Lake in Brooklyn is, nice. and like full of gringos, yeah, like just full of whites, and you know, that's and what full I, of hey, that's like, what I like people that hear. are whiter than me, where I was like kind of bothered by their presence, like. Right in a really like backwards way where I was like standing there be like, man, look at all these white people. And just like, right. Of course I'm fully one of them. Just, Mm -hmm. I'd like to think I was like less, less white. These were (laughs) aggressively like, like dude, you're there for the weekend. You're like, no, yeah. All these gringos. I'm there for one day and I'm, I'm suddenly like fully, fully Mexican. Yeah. Because I've been there more than once. No, I feel like there's a hierarchy. You're a white devil, Jack. Oh, I know. No, Jack Wagner is a white devil, and I'm a POC. <laughs> uh, That's our dynamic. No, there was I'm more purebred whites down there. I, uh, some hilarious ones you're too. Purebred white? No, I mean like a, a you know a, a more distilled like. Do you have any sort of ethnic in you? Uh, I'm I'm a big mutt, but I'm I'm white. Like there's no. Yeah, you're fully. No, I'm just... I'm. But you know, there's there's ranks within whites. Like, <laughs> and there were some like higher, uh-huh. you know, some real, you know, what I'm talking about, like some distilled yeah. white. Like some, some finely heights. distilled white like conversations you hear and like there was this like there was this this white at a table at this like we were at a really poppin' seafood place that everybody goes to called Contramar. Right. And she had these like th- the richest looking dogs I've ever seen. One was a greyhound and like 
It was really frisky. The other was like one of those like really chubby furry dogs. I'm not sure. Chows maybe are they called? They're mm-hmm. just like pure rich people dog. Like, you know, these yeah. are like show dogs, but they're going absolutely bonkers. She's sitting at like a booth outside and they're just like ravaging other dogs. There's a lot of dogs running around this town and they're just like, rawr, rawr, like, like uh, trying to kill a dog. And I'm, like these dogs are too big to bring to a restaurant, first of all. Yeah. And she's like, and then I finally hear her. She's like, Gatsby, Gatsby, no. Gatsby. Oh, Gatsby? Yeah, their dog was named Gatsby. That's... I know, right? Ugh. That's the kind of white we're dealing Ugh. with down there. So Ugh. I went and we had like a savage meal in there. What, it, what which, do you mean you had a... Sa- what does that mean? Just like the exchange rate down there is so wild that like, you know, you could go to these upper echelon restaurants uh-huh. that in LA, the kind of restaurant where you'd be like, damn, I should... I, I thought I could afford this place, but maybe I got to relax on this meal order. Uh-huh. Those restaurants down there, you could just go so hard, and then you'll yeah. when you total it up, you'll it'll be like thirty dollars. Huge. Um, so just a savage meal is like a long <laughs> something savage, uh, aggressive meal, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah. So we were there for a while. We right. come out there, and her and Gatsby are still sitting there. Something she's been dining with Gatsby for like two and a half hours. Damn. Um, and so I decided to. On the way out, while we were leaving, I said something to Gadsby. I called it by his name. I was like, I just like turned and looked over there. And I was like, Gadsby, and like looked at her, and her face went like ghost white. She was very, very confused, like horrified by this. Oh, because very she was like, puzzled. How do you like, know my dog? Yeah, how do I? Yeah, because she's like, how does this person in this foreign country know my dog's name? Right. It was very good. Priceless face. That was really like the dessert for my meal. Right. Um, but. Yeah, Mexico City is very tight. But it's like there could just be concentrations of too many like LA hip- hipsters, and so you, which is uh, you? Yeah, I'm one of them for sure. Right. But at the same time, I'm like when I'm going down there, I'm I'm not trying to be around other people like me. I'm trying to be in yeah. a foreign country. You're trying to be around um, POCs, M- Mexico. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Mexican POCs. True. You're trying to you're trying to get Just, your, I'm trying to do some Mexican stuff. Right. You're trying to get your ja cha cha on yeah. in Mexico City. Not deal with all these whites. Yeah. You're not trying to deal with whitey. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. You get mad when you go to Mexico and you see other white people. It's fair. Yeah. But it's you are that person. I know. You're you're the you just don't have a dog named Gatsby. I know. You're I mean, you're pointing out things I'm very aware of. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying this. It's true. Because I mean, you're sort of. This is a great. You should go. I'd like to. You should absolutely go. It's very worth it. Also, went to a very sick, three-story goth Somebody, book bar. Book me in Mexico City. That's another request. Book me in Mexico City. Tell like you're me. talking to. You're t- you're the talking people. to like people who book shows. Not like you're not asking a fan to set up a show for you if they have money just like a rich yeah i don't know if somebody's listening to this and they have a lot of money book me in mexico city fair yeah Um, tell me about this goth bar oh that was just very tight goth culture (laughs) was like it's very just like earnest down there Uh like there's like a huge goth bar like new wave goth like they i would be very curious to find out why but um mexicans love morrissey that's just a known oh, that's thing. Like, that's a known I, thing. That's something. I, yeah, we all know that. It's a yeah. Whether or not the listeners know, Me- Mexicans love Morrissey. 
there's got to be an origin people, story. People who live in L.A. know. Very, very. It's a very L.A. If you thing. don't know in L.A., every Mexican in L.A. loves Muerte. Yeah, and in Mexico too, he's huge. Yeah, and like so is like Depeche Mode and a lot of like new wave bands, but it's like very earnest down there. It's like there's no, I don't know. So there's like, like, yeah. like the scenes are a little more real of like what people right. are listening. And same with punk. It's just like if like people get more into things. And so there's like just sick bars that are set up for like specific genres of music. We went to like this raging three-story goth and punk bar that was just like had huge coffins on the wall. And like... Were they full? Uh, I climbed in one because I'm dead from Jinko. Jinko yeah. died and I'm dead now too. Jinko died. I climbed, I died. climbed in one of those. That, that was a sick stop. Um, but yeah, it was a very good trip. I, I enjoyed myself. It looked fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah... Highly recommend it. Yeah. You should go. I'd like to. I'm not I'm not debating it. I had some sa- insane food. I need somebody foods. to uh, book me in Mexico City. Get some Hollister. <laughs> um, I'm trying to throw... I'm just trying to blow racks on You're Hollister like slurring your words over this beer right now. Yeah, bitch. How drunk are you? I drank two beers, basically, okay? I drank a tall boy of beer... And so now I'm I'm blacked out and I'm slurring on the podcast. Do you have a problem with that? No. Do you have any um Do you have a problem with that, Jack? <laughs> We're gonna Brandon's leap over getting, this table. Brandon's being very aggressive right now. It is uh two thirty PM. Yeah, and this is your room is it Wednesday. <laughs> your is it Wednesday? roommate's fault. I know. I'm gonna have to talk I'm, to him. Oh, it's I Tuesday, to, by the way, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. I'm going to do work after this. It's going up on a Tuesday. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other thing the guy said. He's like, if you use too much modern slang, your podcast might not be that relevant years down the line. Yeah, this guy's never been relevant. Going up on a Tuesday. This guy's never been relevant in his life. I'm going to fucking kill him. (sighs) I'll write back to him. I'm going to... No, I'm going to kill this guy. (laughs) I'll I'll reply. I'll just be like, shut up, bitch. This is why we shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be a dialogue. I should uh, be able to say whatever I want without any sort of uh, criticism or consequences. <laughs> That's how this should you go. You did just plug the email, though, early in the episode, though. Yeah, but if people want to... Only wanna, nice things. Nice things. Well, if, yeah, if people want to email that, they can, but I'm not going to listen to any sort of haters. I'm not going to listen to any sort of haters. Yo, haters are going to hate. Um, dude, um, I gotta piss. I gotta take a piss real quick. Okay. Um, you go take a piss. I'll take it from here, actually. So, I have another little, um, surprise, little bonus content for you guys this week. Um, a while ago, I mentioned that I had a friend who lived next to the writer of Boondock Saints, right? Um, that friend I actually went to Mexico with, and... You know, the way I left it with him was that the the writer of Brundock Saints was just doing some heavy raging in his backyard on a daily basis. And I thought that was funny enough. But, you know, th- it turns out there's a lot more to this story. Um, and there's some some updates on what went down with the Boondock Saints neighbor. Um, so I actually went and recorded a little a little field interview about this. Um, highly recommend conducting a Google image search of Troy Duffy and possibly even his wife before this just to get a visual but um 
here it is. This is a, a, a little field interview I did with my friend Pat about his experience living next to the Boondock Saints creator. I have with me right here Patrick McDermott. Um, he runs the record label Ghost Ramp, amongst other things. Uh, Pat, anything else? Any other titles you want to throw in here? That's a good That's a good start. We'll just leave it at that. Why don't we just take it from the top? Totally. Um, well, yeah, it all starts. I, I, I moved in uh, with my girlfriend, and it's a very quiet little neighborhood in Silver Lake and you know it's moms walking their their kind of purebreds around the neighborhood and such and it's it's really a beautiful little stretch um and you know quickly by week 1 i noticed the neighbors next door were just true true ragers and not just not like your college bro style i guess a more elite version of this but it was daytime adult partying um most days of the week and it would start at like three or 4 PM. Um, and I didn't, you know, I just kind of pass it off and then it got more and more strange. I think the first time I really questioned it was you could tell they were running lines from something, but it was like kind of like very sort of violent <laughs> and odd, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that it was just very startling. Was, oh, they're just repeating it over and over. But it was like, you know, sounded like a reservoir dog, sort of like coffee table scene or something. But anyways, they, then Phoebe, or my girlfriend explained that um, this was none other than than Troy Duffy, the writer and creator of of Boondocks Saints. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's where I that's where I uh, heard about it from you because we that was in the phase where you just told me exactly that, and you find out who it is, and we were just like, you know, we should maybe walk over there with a, a yeah, case. Yeah, no. At, at first, it was like, damn, it'd be fun to sort of jump on board and see what kind of nonsense is going on. Um, and it, you know, for the most part, it was, it was, it's such a goofy kind of partying. I mean, they would almost always end at like midnight or whatever. It wouldn't extend too hard, but it was like sloppy, you know, full, just like very loud conversations of just men only. And maybe the wife just kind of like goofing or yelling here and there. I mean, it was, it was just like, imagine just being at a Boston bar and the four most boisterous dudes were just yelling about stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, mo- the weird part about this is it was all left up your, to your imagination because you can't see into their property at all. We had this abutting fence, which will become a part of the story later, that they had extended these large canvas sheets. So it was almost like three stories of two and a half stories of, of coverage. So from our unit, which was on the bottom, we couldn't see in at all. So you're just hearing and just picturing these, <laughs> these tragic old dudes <laughs> sort of raging. Um, and there's a, there, I guess there was a pool. You hear people splashing around, but... You were just in until the infamous evening coming up. That was all we could just guess what was going on. So it was it was this earlier this spring, um, it, after a, a raging night. I woke up, um, startled and just sort of woke up and it was very surreal. I the side of the the bed I was sleeping on, right as I opened my eyes, abutted our win or I was looking out our window and I just saw like a sheet of flames. <laughs> And, but it was totally, it was dream very much like I was, it was 640 in the morning. I wasn't really awake and I don't think I really processed it. And then I heard the crackling and I remember even like almost trying to fall back to sleeping. Like that's not real. And then I smelled smoke and then I just like looked up and I was like, oh shit, our fence, the partition fence was just fully engulfed. in flames. <laughs> and again, this was like 20 feet of fire. It just looked extremely <laughs> intimidating. God. And, uh, you know, we shook everyone up and we, we we got outside and uh, there was the all the scariest two parts of it was we all, our little 
entryway had a wooden um, sort of coverage, just like a sun cover. And that literally linked the the fence to our house. So like it looked pretty decent likelihood that it was just going to catch on over. Um, And then the other thing that was already on fire was our grill. Our grill cover was up in flames. So the grill was on fire and that was our... uh, you know, I was picturing just a full backdraft explode, you know, full house. Oh, yeah, explosion. the propane tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that didn't explode. No, no explosion there. We we got outside. Uh, someone had actually already called. Uh, I think another neighbor had, had noticed like billowing smoke. And uh, the, but it was, again, nothing coming out of their house. I, I imagine they were just fully passed, <laughs> passed out or something. No, they were the last to figure this out. But it got pretty ridiculous. Uh from there in a pretty incredible way um where when we call the fire department ended up coming and it was just quintessential like piping hot la firefighters (laughs) like extremely (laughs) weird it's like each one was just like a 9.5 um and they roll up they like foam down the thing you know uh what seemed like it could have been bad you know thankfully nothing actually crazy happened but then maybe 30 minutes into this process the neighbors kind of actually uh, come to life, and uh, the creators, I partner. I, I actually don't really know the arrangement. Comes by as these firefighters are kind of cleaning up the suds of wife of some sort, right? Yeah, wife. Yeah, she. Wait, she let's get a little description of this woman. I think it's like fairly important. Yeah, no, she rolls in. Is fully incredible. Just like looks definitely extremely hungover. Um, but she just full full tattoo. Uh, you know, your your best case like dive bar bartender situation oh, yeah. you know just amazing just rolls up i didn't introduce i still was not introduced she didn't even really look me in the eye <laughs> just kind of rolled through and instantly chatted started chatting with these 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 piping hot firefighters and uh kind of just in, had already had this aura like one that everything was fine which was weird considering yeah. they, they just nearly burnt down our house <laughs> but uh also that somehow they would have known who they were dealing with. (laughs) Um, And the first thing she, she said to these firefighters, it was totally surreal. was just like, do you guys like boondocks? And again, these firefighters couldn't max age was 24. So, you know, it's maybe they had seen boondocks, but it wouldn't, it's not like ubiquitous fully. So, but she was like, she was like, do you guys like boondocks? And they, they were basically like, uh, you know, before she, they could even really finish their responses, she was like, "Oh yeah, Boondock, she's like Boondock Saints." My my husband wrote it, uh, and then again, they basically said nothing in return. And then she's yeah, like, I mean, "They're just putting out a fire, right?" <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, literally like battling flames. Their dangerous job. And then she's like, "Hold up, I'm gonna grab you guys some Boondocks shirts." <laughs> and so, within like 30 seconds of showing up, after almost burning down my house, she's offering these youthful millennial firefighters, Boondock Saints merch. <laughs> Did they get it? She never returned. What? I, I know. That's the dark side of the story is that, to my knowledge, she never returned. Maybe she met them out on the streets. I think they they did end up in her property, so I didn't get to like You're go, giving her go like hang gift, there. Like dirty old Gildans from, what year was it? Like 2001? Just yeah. like filthy. I'm, I am really bummed I didn't get to see it because, or we, I would have liked one, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I get the sense like she was trying to diffuse the situation about yeah. those the Boondock Saints merch. Well, I I think that yeah, it was her peace offering again, not to us, but I think she genuinely thought that maybe they would get in trouble for a minute there. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know much about like the, these kind of laws, but they definitely. I'd imagine if they really damaged our home, that it would have been or like we died or something. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been on the hook. But uh, 
the last interaction I had with her, <clears throat> she rolled by sadly without any merch, but uh, gr- the grill cover was the one thing she did replace. Oh wow, she okay, about so she... three months <laughs> later. Yeah, was it like a full Boston Red Sox themed <laughs> grill cover? <laughs> I wish it was very standard, but no, it would have been sick if it was like a Sox, like World Series champs, 04. Yeah, um, it's horrible. Um, but uh, that was it. And I will say there there was a brief lag in partying, but it kicked right back up. Oh, uh, yeah. Call it three weeks later. And then they did install an, a whole new uh, like canvas system for the fence to like, again, pri- privatize Just block you guys out. Yeah, you don't want, I mean, who knows what's being worked on over there? Possibly Boondock Saints 3. Oh, they're definitely, they're, they're, definitely cooking something up back there um but uh but yeah that's like his process i think too is really just like getting belligerent that's how he drove the first one he's just like black blacking out with his friends and like you know occasionally diving over to a notepad yeah i'm pretty sure that was actual process i'm i'm truly curious what this version of his life will (laughs) will lead to with the drunk backyard rage dad rage version of boondocks yeah Um, i mean we could possibly do some field reporting and try to go back there maybe I think it'd be worth just showing up. Like if you hear, if we hear partying, just roll up with like, you know, classic Bud Light and that's the Boston's beverage. Oh yeah. Just, you know, roll in. But, uh, uh, yeah, it it maybe would have been a fitting way as a Boston guy to go out by being engulfed in flames by Troy Duffy. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) maybe we could try to get him on the pod. Yeah. You should. should. Depending on how he likes the story. He might not like it. (laughs) Um, all right, Pat, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for the story. Really bring it to life. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Thank you, Pat. No problem. Okay. Brandon is back. Good field correspondent piece from Jack Wagner. Brandon has his sunglasses on now. I took a a piss. I come back and you play a full correspondent piece. You you recorded that while I was was out. You look my own thing. I feel like you're getting drunker. I'm not. You've not been. You've I drank, had one beer, but it's like slowly <laughs> seeping into your system. I had one can of beer. You're like laying down. No, I had you one look can like of you're beer. On, you look like you're on a beach chair right now, lounging. I am lounging. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about before we we cr- end this bad boy? Any plugs? No, I mean, do, any other topics, Brandon? No, I think week? we covered everything. I don't think we need to. Do you uh, have any plugs? Yeah, March 11th satellite. What's satellite. And then I've got like a string of, got a string of East Coast dates at the end of March. I'll post about that on my website. I'm gonna be in Boston. I'm gonna be in Connecticut. I'm gonna be in, uh, you know, that whole area. People should be bringing you jeans. Bring me jeans. Bring me twenty nine thirty Levi's five fourteen slim fit jeans. If you see me live, and people will. People are going to bring jeans. My plug will just they be that like me, they don't Jack. have to bring you jeans, especially if you're no. in a financial situation where like, you know, don't don't bring Jan- Brennan jeans unless you no. really can nope. afford. No, if you're I especially want poor people to bring me jeans. If you have $50 in your checking account, I want you to spend your last $50 on jeans for me. If uh, if you're thinking to yourself right now, like, <laughs> hey. I'll get these jeans and then I'll give them to Brandon. Then me and him are going to be best friends and he'll come out raging with me all night and we're going to be friends forever. I would just say that no. like what will mostly likely happen is Brandon will take those jeans, put them on and run away I'm in those run. comfortable yeah. jeans. Um, and that yeah. might be the last you'll ever see of him. No, I'm not going to. I don't owe you anything. 
but you owe me jeans. I don't think they it's, owe you jeans. No, they, they owe me jeans. I'm just looking out for our listeners. I want, <laughs> I want my listeners to bring me jeans. Bring me jeans, please. <laughs> Buy me jeans. <laughs> Buy me jeans and bring them to the show. I wish this was video right now so I could see what you look like. Oh, yeah. I meant to have my... There's like... My friend uh, Jeremy was going to ask his friend Russ to film the podcast. He films Hannibal's podcast sometimes. And then we just sort of got in touch too late. That's fine. Well, like, come and... I mean, we could film the podcast. We're fully capable of filming it. I have multiple cameras. I don't need anybody else. It's more of a... We tried it one time and I just looked like... We... You know, it, it looked very stupid. I don't. I'm not like I'm. We're look at us how we're sitting right now. This is not video ready. Video pod no, like it would require ready. a lot more. I have to get like in a more of an erect, like up up, seated uprights position. Yeah. Like you're very like lounging in a very <laughs> unconventional way right now. Have we talked? Like have we talked about the how way I you sit? sit? I That's just get thing. comfortable in every room I'm in, and that makes other people comfortable. It's a full thing. It makes some people And I've witnessed people like learn learn this. There's not a good way to... I would have to really describe, but like, you know, let's say 10 people arrive in a room and they're hanging out and there's like, you know, a couple chairs and a couch. Brandon, his move would be he would be, go to this couch and consume the... He would lay across the entire couch so that nobody could sit on it. No. But then also in like kind of I, a sensual way where you don't want to sit on it, like kind of like a... Like a Draw me like one of your French girls. No, Jack people can people. T- I I leave it open for people to sit. Yeah, that's like I'm the second like part. Is that somebody will finally point it out and you'll be like, no, no, you can sit down, be like here, and then you like lift your legs up and then your butt's kind of in the air. They'll be like, just sit there, just yeah. sit there. Everybody's like, no, it's all it's all good. Yeah, people, this people couch think is yours now. Sexy. And then the girls are like, oh, this thought. We've taken meeting. Yeah, we've taken meetings together and like in lobbies of places. You've done a, a lay down yeah. like that with like 30 seconds waiting time too. No, that's We're not in there for a long haul. Yeah, that's a power move. That's alpha shit. It's alpha shit and it's sexy. You doing that in the doctor's office too? <laughs> waiting room? Yeah, I it's like it's like uh uh bend over. I got to <laughs> I got to look at your butthole. You just do full hustler poses. Yeah. Wow. I yeah, March 11th the satellite los angeles late march i'm gonna be on the east coast i gotta i don't have the dates in front of me but you go to brandonwardell.net and i'll post it there you have a website i have yeah in the same way that every comedian has a website oh, i just never checked i've never checked it out i'll check out that site brandon yeah i'm not check out that site. it's i mean it's just uh a bio and a tour tour dates. Oh, okay got it it's not like uh there's I'm not any not, games. There's some yeah, flash not, games on I'm there. I'm not doing any sort of rookie mag stuff. I'm not Tavi Gavinison. Who the fuck is that? I'm not do. I'm not running any sort of Newgrounds thing. You want to go to my website and play Alien Hominid? Sorry, you can't. <laughs> you want to go to my website? You want to watch Homestar Runner on my website? You can't do that. Sorry. Everybody, uh, they're always hitting me up. Why can't I watch Homestar Runner on your website? Sorry, bitch. You can't do that. You got to go to homestarrunner.com. You need a flash game. That. Yeah. I'll help you build one. We'll build nice. a very violent 2002 era <laughs> flash game called Brandon you know, you Brandon know, Quest. Um. Yeah, there's no there's no games. <laughs> there's no games on my website. I'm there's sorry. no uh there's no guest book. There's no guest book. I've thought view I've, counter. 
The view <laughs> counter at the bottom. <laughs> 900 people have visited this site. Okay, guys. I think that's enough. Goodbye. Sorry we were late for this Goodbye. one. Goodbye. Goodbye.